Remember the cat fridge story? That was fun. A woman basically, she wanted this fridge taken away, but she had duct taped the whole thing, right? And we're kind of like, why'd you duct tape a fridge together? It was really heavy. Anyway, long story short, she had stored. I bet you want to hear the end of that story, don't you? Welcome to The Distance, a podcast about long-running businesses. I'm Waylon Wong. I'm riding in a 1-800-GOT-JUNK truck in Vancouver, British Columbia, where the company was founded in 1989. Last week on The Distance, you heard about how Canadian entrepreneur Brian Scudamore started with a single pickup truck and today runs a company with 200 franchises in three countries. Today, we get to tag along with Mark and Mike, a two-man truck team making their rounds in the Vancouver metro area. Mark's been working at the company for five years and Mike for four. The 1-800-GOT-JUNK trucks are blue and say the company's name in big white letters on the sides. You can't miss them, and that's the whole point. The trucks are like mobile billboards. Mark and Mike wear blue polo shirts with the company logo on them, along with shorts and comfortable shoes. Brian Scudamore's vision for 1-800-GOT-JUNK was to make a professional, nationally known brand out of junk removal. The distinctive trucks and the uniforms are part of that strategy, as is training employees to handle any kind of situation, like a mysteriously duct-taped fridge. Anyway, long story short, she had stored all the catch she's ever had in her life, so she's a bit of a cat lady. So they would die and she would put them in the freezer. So I guess the freezer died when she was on a trip or something. And so all these, you know, 10 or 12 cat guts, this fridge or whatever started to melt or whatever. Anyway, I don't know why we took it. Um, anyway, apparently it fell and it kind of like got gooey all over them. So that's a weird one. I asked if they did anything nice for their coworker who got the cat guts on him, like buy him drinks after work. No way. It's part of the job, Waylon. It's part of the job. You're not special because you do with that. <laughs> Take out for drinks. As if. That's the thing about being on a 1-800-GOT-JUNK truck. You have to be prepared for anything. And you have to treat every customer with complete equanimity, even if you're up to your ankles and garbage in someone's living room. Mark and Mike are both exceedingly friendly and genuine, which is actually a prerequisite to be on the truck. Because the job is more about customer service than the manual labor. And the level of service that 1-800-GOT-JUNK promises is what allows the company to charge a premium. Take, for example, the policy of calling customers 30 minutes before the scheduled arrival time. So usually Mike will do the call ahead because I can't do a call ahead and drive at the same time. Call aheads are very important. That's like one of our most important things to do in this job. Just let the customer know when we're going to be arriving. They need to know that kind of stuff. And they appreciate it. That's why people call us too. Because they always know we're going to be there. We show up on time. I wouldn't say we're like the cheapest company, but we're easily the best and most trustworthy. We don't do high pressure sales or anything like that. We just try and go there and help out mostly. So... Good morning, this is Mike from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Is this sunny? Hi, we're coming to your address. Great, we should be there between 9 9.15. Okay, great. Uh, park in the front or the back? Okay. <laughs> okay, great. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mark drives while Mike makes the phone calls and organizes the paperwork. On the windshield is their truck mascot, Robbie, a dingy stuffed dog. I ask Mike what the upcoming job will entail, and he consults a form that Mark filled out the day before when he called the customer. It says furniture and clothes. 
a welcome call was done by Mark over there yesterday, and he said her English was hard to understand. <laughs> says sounds big, but it could be anything. That's true. That is what I said. Yeah. So let's hope it's not that big. <laughs> the job is booked for an hour and a half just to be safe. Mark and Mike have been to jobs that have looked easy but weren't. Maybe a couch had originally gotten into a house through a large, gaping hole that was later covered with a window that's now too narrow for the couch to go back out. In cases like that, they have to break down the sofa with box cutters and crowbars, and it's possible for the entire day to get backed up. Mark and Mike are hoping that won't happen here. Do you want this one too, Mikey? Would you like me to... You want to do this one and I'll do the rest of them or something? Yeah, okay. We're talking about reaping. This is what we call reaping, which is who gets to talk to the customer and get the reap is an acronym for the way we do business for the gut junk franchise. What does reap stand for? So the R stands for rapport. The E stands for empathy. No, that's a good one. one. Uh, What was it? Establish value. And then the other E, there's two E's, uh, is for estimate. And the A is for ask, and the P is for perfect ending. So positive ending. We pull up behind a small blue house on a residential street, and an older woman comes out to meet the truck. She has stuff piled neatly in her backyard, and there's actually not very much of it. The furniture turned out to be a couple of mattresses, a desk chair, a cobwebby nightstand, and some IKEA particle board stuff. 1-800-GOT-JUNK charges a flat rate to remove certain common items, like couches, but in this case, the customer pays based on how much room her junk takes up in the truck. Mike goes over the price with her before they start hauling the stuff away. So it's volume charge, Uh, Uh rate card here. Yes. You're probably going to be a six to a quarter, Mark. Yeah, I I think probably a six, yeah. So how much? We think it's going to be a sixth here. Oh, okay. So 269 plus 5% tax. Is that good? Yeah. Yep. Okay. We'll get it out of here for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. The job was scheduled for an hour and a half but it takes just 10 minutes for Mark and Mike to toss everything into the truck. Besides the furniture, there's also old sneakers, a plastic bin of cables, a bike lock, a rusty microphone stand, and a couple of wooden pallets painted baby blue. Mark and Mike sort as they go, setting aside items that can be donated. Some of it will end up in clothing donation bins around the city, at the Salvation Army, or another nonprofit. Some of it, like the mattresses, will go to specialized recyclers, and the rest goes to the dump. As the guys are working, the customer gives all three of us cans of Red Bull, cold and lightly wet with condensation. Then she writes Mike a check, and we're back on the road. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. I guess we could talk about stuff that we don't take and stuff, Mike. Like, pretty wild stuff. We have an issue with bed bugs. So basically what happens if we find a bed bug on, let's say, a mattress or a couch or something like that. We just walk out of the place and we don't do the job. Because if we get like, you know, a couple of bed bugs on our shirts or something, you bring it back to our house Fine. or the ex-clients, that would be bad. Because then we would have to pay for that kind of thing to have them removed in there. They're vicious little critters. Other things that 1-800-GOT-JUNK won't take? Anything with asbestos, like drywall, wet paint, intravenous needles, hazardous chemicals, motor oil, propane tanks, and fire extinguishers. Almost everything else is fair game, as long as the truck team feels comfortable moving it. And they can handle a lot of scenarios that might send people running in the other direction. Mark shows me photos on his phone of a house where he was booked for an estimate. Every room is filled with garbage, covering the floor. 
In the bathroom, you can just barely see the toilet bowl peeking out, and the tub is thick with black mold. Mark visited that house with a new coworker who ended up quitting shortly afterward. It's not a job for everyone. On the other hand, working on the trucks can yield all sorts of unexpected treasures. Like there was this one taxidermy duck that I got, and um, I wanted it. And I noticed it wasn't in the pile to go, and so I asked them, can I have this duck? Is this duck going? They're like, no, that's my dad's. He went hunting, and we're just going to put it in storage. And then they thought about it later, and they said, you know what? It's just going to sit in storage. You can have it. And so I was like, yes. <laughs> it wasn't for me personally, but it was from a friend who wanted me to look out for some taxidermy, and it was the first time I'd actually run into any, so... I was able to give it to that person, and they were really happy. Mark shows me another photo on his phone, this time of some grinning kids sitting in a rickshaw attached to a bicycle. The rickshaw was one of his finds. He sanded and painted it, and he uses it to take his kids and their friends to the local Tim Hortons for snacks. Another time, Mike was working as a runner, meaning he was driving empty trucks from the office to customers' homes and swapping them out for full trucks. This happens on busy days. Mike drove the full truck to the dump to empty it. I dumped it, and then all of a sudden this iMac falls out. It was in the box and everything. And I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> and I was like, it looks in pretty good shape. Like, the screen was fine. So I brought it home, hooked it up. It works perfectly fine. Nothing is wrong with it at all. And I asked the team that took it. There was an iMac in there. What did the client say about it? They were like, oh, she said it didn't work. I was like, oh, okay, well, it does work. <laughs> so I was like, sweet. So I have a new computer. That's very sweet. Yeah. A really nice one, yeah. People pay to have all kinds of things taken away. Flat-screen TVs in perfect condition, unopened food, gently worn clothing. The Vancouver office has one regular customer who uses 1-800-GOT-JUNK as her personal garbage concierge, spending thousands of dollars a year to have them pick up her household trash every week. The job has made Mark and Mike more aware of what they consume and throw away. I feel pretty bad throwing away food that could be eaten. We can't give away expired food. My assumption is we can't do that. we just never done it before, but I even feel bad about that. I mean, if Cheerios is expired by, like, a week, I mean, come on. Well, Pretty sure my kids could eat that. Every situation is unique, so you have to just make a judgment call, you know. Depends where it's coming out of, too. You know, you're taken out of a house that's maybe a bit of a hoarding situation. Maybe you don't want to have those crackers. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get in the plastic, so I don't know. It's one of those things. Just like Mike said, it's always different. But that's why this job is so, like, it's such an attractive job. Because it's not boring. And most jobs are boring, you know? And you're outside and running around with your good friend. It's like you get paid to hang out with my buddy. It's awesome. At another job that day, a straightforward couch removal from a modern condo building, an older man walking a bicycle strolls by on the sidewalk. There's a clear plastic garbage bag of soda cans and bottles hanging off the handlebar, and he clanks by, looking at the 1-800-GOT-JUNK truck with curiosity. The man with the soda cans and the 1-800-GOT-JUNK guys are part of the same industry. They're all making a living from junk. On the scrappiest end of the spectrum, you've got someone with a bag of scavenged cans dangling from the handlebar of a rickety bicycle. Then you have Mark and Mike, who work for a multinational company with a fleet of clean, shiny trucks and uniformed employees. I have time to take in the strangeness of the moment, but Mark and Mike don't. They have to drop off their load at the office to make room for the rest of the day's jobs. Office we go, Office we go. Alrighty. Um, you checked the mattress for bed books, didn't you? Yeah. Nice. Nice
That's it for this episode of The Distance. Come back next week for a story about a 44-year-old business that calls itself the Candy Store for Cooks. That's coming up a week from now. As always, The Distance is brought to you by Basecamp, the leading app for keeping teams on the same page. Sign up at basecamp.com slash the distance.